Uh, welcome everyone to the Film Sessions podcast. Today, we are very excited to be joined by Emily Madison and Carly. I'm so sorry I didn't get your last name. It's okay. I'm Carly Myers. Carly, or Carly Myers. Welcome. We are very psyched to have you. Um, tell us a little bit about the both of you, excluding film. I want to hear about the real you first. Say Emily, do you want to start, Mr. Yeah, Emily. I'll start. Um, my name is Emily. Um, I'm 23, and I recently graduated film school uh, this past year in 2022. Um, I moved out to Colorado over last August, so I'm kind of exploring my future career. Um, it's been a wild ride so far. Um, I haven't found anything yet with my career, but I've, you know, constantly looking, you know, post-COVID, it's been really hard. So working on that. <laughs> Everyone's struggling post-COVID. Oh, yeah. Uh, don't even worry about it. You'll get back up there. Uh, <laughs> Carly, what about you? Yeah, I'm Carly. I'm 22. I graduated with Emily last year in 2022. Um, I specialized in producing and also do AD work. And I currently work at an animation studio. An animation studio? I do. Yeah, we so do like a lot more than animation awesome. too, but like yeah. other stuff. So I'm the animation's the main thing. Well, that's very impressive, both of you. Um, so have you worked on short films or I guess any films together before, or is this your first one? I guess I'll start. Uh, uh, so this isn't technically so film. How our film school worked is we have like an upside down curriculum. So essentially, mm. like we're working on our like major throughout the four years of college that were there. So it wasn't the first film I had worked on. Um, so like the first two years, we're usually working on like upperclassmen short films. And by our, um, was there a sophomore year? Yeah, our sophomore year, mm -hmm. we um, wrote this. This was 2021 when it was filmed and shot, but it wasn't finished edited until 2022 at the end of the mm -hmm. summer. Um, but yeah, like we get a lot of, I guess I'm really grateful because we had a lot of experience with other like student films before we got to write and like getting down to writing right. and making our own one. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah. I, yeah, I wish I went to film school. I've just been doing it myself. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's such like a different experience. Like yeah, I, know, I know it was so yeah. hard to decide whether or not to go to film school. Cause it's like, you go for like the connections and like the exactly. But it's like also at the same time, you're like, if you don't go, you get like real world experience, like right away. Right. So it's like, it's such right. a toss up. Right. It is. It is. Absolutely. Um, well, at your, during your time, during your, or at your film school, was there one lesson or one random piece of a uh, professor one-liners that stuck with you and still sticks with you throughout your filmmaking process? Well, there isn't really like a specific line, but it is definitely like a lot of advice we got was like to just go for it and like just to mm. stay passionate and keep going and going. Because a lot of the time our teachers, they were very kind, they're very knowledgeable. And, and every time like you had an issue, you had a struggle. I remember my senior year, we were doing a bunch of different films. And I went to the teacher and I was like, hey, I know we have this deadline, but like, I physically can't make it. It's an outdoor scene and it was originally filmed in summer. I need to wait till the snow melts so I can do a reshoot. And the teacher was like, that's fine. As long as you let me know, like, and they were so understanding and they were like, we can get this done we can work with you. And Absolutely. it's like, 
kind of like having that support throughout like in film in general really stuck with me yeah it sounds it sounds like it did <laughs> yeah emily what about you um i i'd have to say like I feel like specifically with um, our film God Complex, it was a lot of failing and failing and failing until we got a really good finished product. Because, I mean, a lot of things happen. A lot of situations happen. I had been quarantined when we had to shoot like for that week and it was like our time in the studio and so we had actors ready and we had like all of our equipment rented out and like we completely like it it ruined everything and I think that some of the best experiences I've had have been by failing on set because yeah like I feel like the magic really comes out when you know we have to like rethink and reorganize and regroup and I, I think that's just some of the best experience, especially God Complex, because that was, right. you know, early COVID, 2021 COVID, like everything was, you know, everything was up in the air. It forces you to be creative when you have very limited options. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, tell us more about your film, God Complex. Uh, what is it about? Is there an underlying message that you were trying to relay to your audience? Yeah, so um, God Complex is about this girl kind of understanding her sexuality through religious trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so essentially our main character, Kaya, kind of goes through this sort of illusionary puppet show that kind of shows her that she can be true to herself. And um, I guess that's the best way to describe it. It's an experimental film. We have a lot of moving elements and... I guess I should have asked this earlier. Um, what roles did you two play in the production? Not like characters, but what jobs did you both have? Yeah. Uh, since we're a very small film school, a lot of us wore many hats. So Carly definitely took the brunt of producing work. Um, I did a lot of, I did sound design as well as directing and writing. Um, but even Carly was, you know, out there recording sound yeah. and doing everything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much, especially with this film. It was like one of our first ones working together. So like we really like formed a bond with it. And like there were so many times where it just gets so exhausting working by yourself. So it was like really being able like for the both of us just mingle together and be like, all right, I see you're struggling. What can I do to help? And then like just that back and that was like a lot of many hats, but mainly producing. Absolutely. A lot of times on my projects, I'll get stuck and it's it's just because I need someone else to make a decision for me. <laughs> and um, sometimes that's like the best thing is like just to be able to hand that off to someone else and be like, yeah. I trust you with this. Just help yes. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good. Um, walk, uh, walk us through the process of making your film. Uh, were there moments that you weren't expecting that came out after production or like an editing uh, that you weren't initially thinking about while you were writing or, or even filming it? There's so many struggles. I do remember our struggle in finding actors, Emily. Yes. <laughs> there was almost a point where we were, cause it was COVID, everybody was like either quarantined or like, cause everybody was getting sick, getting quarantined every couple of weeks. And so it was so hard to find an actor, whether on like backstage or just like at our town. And so at one point, she had come up to me and she was like, I might need you to do something you're not going to want to do. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I know exactly what you're going to ask me. And it's a no. And luckily, (laughs) our 
assistant director Jane, she she stepped up for this one and she was like, I'll act, I've got it. We couldn't have done that without her. But there was like a solid couple of weeks where Emily was like, You might have to do it. And I just had to like build that anticipation because I'm like, I'm not in uh we we have a little funny story so um on set so we have this production studio in our our school which is great i'm so privileged to have access to it as well as like great equipment that we don't have to pay for um i guess you're paying by tuition but uh so we we had a smoke machine so essentially in the stage we kind of had this sort of like puppet show idea carly already laughing oh she's already laughing (laughs) and so We had a smoke machine and we were running it for two hours, no problems. And we set off the fire alarm in our school and we had to have the fire, like the fire, you know, the fire crew came in. It it totally messed up shooting. Like it was like, it was like midnight, past midnight. We're in there. Firefighters showing up at our school being like, what is going on? And we're like, smoke machine. And they were mad. They were not happy with us, but. Come you know it, it is what it is it's the same yeah. thing with like regrouping where it was like we had to like all the shots that we had were ruined because of that loud fire fire sound right. so we had to right. really really reset but i think it was just funny because we were all sort of standing outside like laughing not just because it was a, like it wasn't a great thing and we didn't want to take fire fighters from the streets you know no, in no, case they needed no. it but right. we were laughing more in a sense of just like, oh my God, like this had to happen right now. Of course it did. Absolutely. Because the yeah. scene we were filming is where um, Kaya's laying on the ground and there's all the naked women photos on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the scene where like the fire people came in and we're all standing there and the, the silence. I forget who had said it, but someone just goes, we have a whole floor covered in naked photos. Like naked women, like, yeah. that's what they're going into. That's yeah. when we lost it, and I'm like, of course, of course, that's the moment where right. the fire department. But I think we bonded really as a crew. Oh. Like we we kept the same crew going on to our next project too. So mm-hmm. uh, one time I was filming a little project for school, and we were trying to uh, show that Chick Fil A is closed on Sundays, and. Uh, one of our actors went up and we wanted to tug on the door, the locked door, to show that it was closed. And if the door opened and then the alarm started going off. <laughs> so we had to stop shooting and walk away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was bad. Have to leave before anybody knows it was you. <laughs> yeah. I deleted the, the evidence as well. No film. Um, well... Where can uh, people go watch your your film? It's not out currently um, because we were trying to we tried to have it uh, like not public. But about around sense. this summer, we're gonna have it out probably on Vimeo and YouTube. Yeah. Now uh, that it's gonna be done. premiere. Oh yeah. Head yeah. <laughs> of the summer. Yeah, it's great. It's the best time. It's when Jaws exactly. came out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good yeah. vibes. Good vibes. Oh yeah. Uh, do you two plan on working, uh, collaborating on anything uh, in the future? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Like, <laughs> as much as, like, well, everybody gets in, like, arguments and stuff like that, disagreements on set, but it's, like, there's just something, even with our whole crew, where we just kind of, like, get each other and, like, are able to work through it without, like, saying anything on, like, such right. a 
She's currently working on, are you still working on it, Emily, or are you taking another break from it for your next script? I'm I'm working on it. I'm restructuring right now, so I have more scheming planning. So All right. yeah. <laughs> I won't I won't ask for any spoilers or anything. I'll keep oh, it secret. No. Um how do you plan on evolving your filmmaking or creative process in the future? Is there anything new in particular that you two are wanting to try? Emily, would you like to go first? I will have to say that is a great question. It stumped me for a little bit. Um I think constantly i want to re i really want to shift into more genre stuff but i find that i'm very comfortable in the kind of not like full experimental but i really like the the half experimental half narrative kind of format mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i just find i really want to conceptualize emotion like in film and that's what i really like doing and doing it in different creative ways than just someone crying on screen like i feel like there's more to do with that and i feel like god complex is my introduction to like playing around with like feeling and stress and right. those kind of you know emotions and oh. so i definitely want to do it with my next film um and i kind of want to keep working on it. i feel like i'm really good at it and so i want to mm -hmm. build that mm -hmm. as much as i can right and then in the uh into the spider-verse movies uh gwen's universe it's like all watercolor and it's like the whole environment changed is based off of how she's feeling throughout the whole time. It's great. It is great. Even Tony, yeah. his colors change depending on who he's interacting with. I don't know if you had noticed that while watching it. Yeah. He has like pink for um, Miles. He has, I believe it's blue for Gwen and then purple. Oh, for yeah. Hobie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hobie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch that movie at least two more times. Yeah. I, yeah. Have you heard, I guess, that there's like multiple versions out in theaters? I, I just saw that yesterday. Oh, like, like that's so blue. interesting. That's so crazy. I know. I'm like, I, I love that so much because like looking back on it, it's like for film for me, it's like something I really love to do is like focus on the subtleties of things and like have stuff where looking back, you're like, oh, I saw the signs. I just like they went right. Right, right, right. And like in like the Spider-Verse and everything like that, that is so in there as well, foreshadowed. Like when Miles falls on the ground and he's laying there after he broke the chip in the first movie, it has a four and a two next to him. Right. Yeah, and I like, just rewatched the first one. Uh, I was like, I gotta pay attention. You gotta pay attention. There's so many little subtle things. And it's like, I love that about film is when like, just like the subtleties and like sound, like visuals, anything, like just, I love being able to like lead someone there, but like where people are like, I could have caught that, but I didn't. Right, right. Uh, along these lines, um, what are some experimental approaches uh, to filmmaking that you enjoy putting into your productions, either in set design or in editing to emphasize or even exaggerate human emotion? I guess I, I can't I can't say my our past film because that was more of a historical narrative. So no experimental <laughs> element to that one. But um I definitely I mean we we have this whole scene on the floor where she's we have the naked women, but they're drawings of naked women, but the whole and she kind of has the stigmatas like a Christ and right. sort of she's kind of martyrizing herself in that shot. And it kind of goes in between the two realities of like her having a panic attack in the bathroom and then like the puppet show. And so it's between those right. two. And it's sort of to represent, I think, kind of the feeling of guilt, like the the feeling of 
real guilt, especially in a, you know, a Catholic space when it comes to sexuality. Absolutely. And so, yeah, just, it, it's just one shot. Like it's like two shots. And it, I feel like it says a lot more than just any of like the narrative, like dialogue scenes say. Yeah. There's a lot you That's can it. express visually instead of yeah. just, I saw this thing about La La Land. Um, where they had a, a dialogue at the end and the director was like, I'm, I'm going to take it out because he, he wanted the cinema to speak for itself. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy that. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Carly. What were you about no, to No, I interrupted you. No, no, no. I was like, just going <laughs> to finish off Emily. So it was like, I was like, it's really a lot of like something I've noticed that we do is a lot of like fun movement with like the camera and just focusing on that. So like, that's mostly, right. yeah, how I think we, like aside from like, like afterwards and editing and like effects and everything just like on set like a lot of fun little camera movements and angles yeah and to build absolutely. off of carly um we have this shot um she's kind of in the bathroom she had a panic attack and we kind of what we did was we she's going back and forth and then we sort of rotated the um we we figured out a way to like shoot it so that in edit we were able to kind of turn the whole screen mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. has that vertigo sideways shot and it's totally in post-production we always joked in class we were like oh we use sticky shoes and we ran around upside down <laughs> but, but um yeah so we call it the sticky shoe shot but it just shows so much more and like that kind of subtle motion than mm -hmm. any other, I mean, like I love dialogue. I think dialogue's great, but I think that Absolutely. a lot of the things that we were taught in our film school was like, you have to show, not tell. Absolutely. And that right. stuck. I feel like that definitely stuck with us. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm very excited for this film and uh, your next project that I can't wait to hear more about. I won't ask more about it. It'll be secret until then. Um, it was great having you, Emily, and you, Carly, on the Film Session podcast today. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, evening, morning, anything. <laughs> Thank you. It was so nice to meet you. Yeah. Thank so you. Um, Thanks for letting me in, like, invade this little interview. <laughs> no problem. I had a great time speaking with the both of you. It's always fun talking to film buffs and filmmakers. So don't uh, it. <laughs> well, it's like we're like our own niche yes absolutely yeah it's a little club yeah right. well enjoy your rest of your days thank you bye. have a good week bye, -bye.